Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. War up, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning into the Planter Podcast. I am so grateful that you decided to tune in and listen to my podcast. So thank you so much. Today, yet again, another topic for you. We are going to be talking about self-care. I don't know about you, but self-care is something that I'm trying to take seriously and not even trying. I am taking seriously 2018 because we're not having burnout this year, right? Um, we're trying to be the best people that we can be. And that's something that I didn't do so well in the last couple of years, really taking care of myself. So on this podcast, we're going to be talking about how to uh, develop a self-care routine and habit and the importance of really investing and taking care of yourself on a daily basis. On today's podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Michelle Lene from Christ Over Culture podcast. That is a Christian podcast for millennials by millennials. So Christ Over Culture is a lifestyle and a mindset, a decision to choose Christ first in everything that we do. Christ Over Culture podcast is all about renewing our minds and approaching life from a Christ-minded perspective and not society-minded or what we call culture-minded. So Michelle is near and dear to my heart because she is honestly such an amazing podcast host and creator of content. If you listen to her podcast, it's so relatable and she knows like obviously what's going on uh, in a lot of our lives because she is, you know, in the millennial age group. So she's able to relate and just give out information in order for us to navigate through life yet keep Christ at the center of what we're doing. I thought she was perfect for this topic because, you know, she's adulting just like the rest of us and going through different stages in her life. And through past conversations, we talked about just how to, how we're taking care of ourselves or how we're trying to advance forward. And she just has a lot of words of wisdom on how to do that, how to really invest and take care of yourself. And then she also had a podcast on or an episode on her podcast about self-care, which I really loved. So thank you, Michelle, for sharing your words of wisdom with us and being so vulnerable and speaking about your journey and listening to me speak about mine. It was such a good conversation. So I know you guys are going to benefit from this conversation. Hopefully renews you and restores you and helps you know how to do that for yourself. Wait, actually, before I go, I actually want to do something. I want to make a hashtag called no burnout 2018 okay what i want you to do is i want you to post a picture on your social media about how you do self-care so i don't know whatever that is for you just post a picture and put the hashtag no burnout 2018 because 2018 honey we ain't burning out right okay that's you know that's something big for me and i know it's something big for y'all because we're not doing it all right so yeah hashtag no burnout 2018 and i'm gonna repost it on my social media so yeah man get with the movement talk to y'all in a few seconds deuces hey everybody you're here listening to the planter podcast where we speak about faith growth and lifestyle on today's episode we're going to be talking about the importance of self-care and how 
you can develop your own self-care routine. And to speak with me on this topic, I have my amazing guest, Michelle Lanay. Hey! Hey, the Planter Podcast and Dami. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on my show. This has been in the works for a couple months, so I'm excited. Me too, me too. I'm ready to hop into this. It's so timely that we're talking, so I'm excited. So please, um, kind of fill us in, like, who you are and what you do. My name is Michelle Lanay, and I am the host of the Christ Over Culture podcast. And it is a podcast for Christian millennials. So um, similar to what Dami is doing, but um, definitely um, we're all really just seeking to encourage uh, young adults and and help them uh, in their faith walk. And so that's what we do at Christ Over Culture. Um, We talk about real topics. We talk with everyday people. And it's really just to give people a platform to share their testimonies about how God has helped them start a business or help their marriage or um, maybe they wrote a song. uh, And so they want to share that with them or maybe they've changed their taste in music. And so they want to share that with our listeners, um, with everyone. And so we just really explore the ebbs and flows of everyday life and how we can really truly um, have Christ at the center of the decisions that we're making and and the things that we do as we're going throughout life. So just making a conscious decision to put God first and to infuse him in everything that we do, whether it's becoming a business owner, um, finances, you name it. We talk about it and we talk about how to remember to keep Christ over culture. So I am excited. I'm honored to be on this podcast talking about lifestyle, about growth. I think that the planter is so important because really it's what you plant that's going to grow. And, and you know, the Bible talks about knowing us by the fruit that we bear. And so I think that it's just important to really uh, make sure that we have good soil, that we're planting good things so that we can grow into all that God has called us to be. So um, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be doing this work and to encourage people because you all stories encourage me. So I'm just thankful to God. And I am so honored that you are on the show. Um, I love your work. I really, really do. You know, I'm telling you, like, oh, my gosh, that podcast you <laughs> did, Pastor Lissette, and this, that, another podcast. I love it. You learn so much uh-huh. on Christ of the Culture, so y'all got to listen to that. Okay. Uh, thank you. No, I love your work, too. So I'm so glad that we have linked up and are advancing the kingdom. Yes, yes, I agree. All right. So we're talking about self Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first question that yeah. I have um, why do we need self care maybe we can mm. actually kind of talk about what that is just in case people don't know because it's very plausible that people might not know but what is it and then why do we need it yeah that's a great question so I think that self care can be defined in different ways by different people and that kind of touches on your point about what it looks like but 
my definition of self-care is really making sure that you are fully aware of who you are in times when you need to speed up and slow down. So I think that it's really important to know that because in order to really present your best self, like the best version of yourself, who God has called you to be, you have to use discernment and know, okay, I need to slow down, recharge, you know, get some word in me, work out, whatever it is that you do for self-care to just kind of get recentered and and focus in so that you can pour back out. So I define it as, you know, those times when you need to kind of slow down a little bit, recharge so that you can come back out and be all that God has called you to be. So for me, that may look different for some, uh, you know, as opposed to like other people, their self-care may look a little different from mine. So for self-care for me, that might look like prayer. So right now I'm definitely in a self-care season and I've just decided, okay, I'm going to take a few weeks to just kind of really spend quiet time with God. And that's, it's January and I know we're setting a lot of goals uh, for the new year. And one of my goals is really being more intentional and spending more quality time with God. And so I define that as a part of my self-care. Like I really want to draw closer to God, hear his voice, um, just be in his presence. And so that's part of recharging for me is really drawing near to God. Um, also, eating healthy is something that maybe people typically do. But I sometimes can recognize when my diet is off, like, this is crazy. I need to go back and like change what I'm doing. And so that's another thing that I focused on is let me cook more meals at home. Let me listen to a podcast. That's a form of self-care for me. I also enjoy working out. That's a part of self-care for me. And I really enjoy spending time with my family and friends. And I can't forget reading. So I really enjoy reading. I was not always a reader, but I truly enjoy it because it allows me time to really reflect, recharge, and then come back fresh so that when I do interact with those around me, I can be confident in presenting my best self to them. So that's what self care looks like for me. I know other people. It may look different. It may be traveling, for example. I love to travel too, um, but it may be traveling. It may be as simple as a facial. It may be taking a long bubble bath. It may be reading. So I think that it can look different for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with your definition, um, basically to recharge so you can present yourself the best um, out in the world. Because I feel you 100%. I think for me, when it comes to self-care, um, why it's been so important for me this year is like, like I was telling you before we started, um, I'm not going to be burning out in 2018. Because <laughs> the way that school was set up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it was so rough sometimes. And, you know, uh, you're like, oh, you want to spend time with family and friends. Like for me, 
um, I would always neglect spending time with people because I'm trying to get the best grades that I can. And, you know, science students aren't supposed to have so much of a social life. You're supposed to focus on getting A's um, and getting into medical school or whatever graduate school that you're trying to get into. So I found myself a lot of the times um, not having that community or that social aspect because I was trying to achieve one thing. And I noticed, like, especially mid-semester, I was like, yo, I feel like I don't have a social life. <laughs> and I have friends, but I just didn't hang out with them to the capacity that I could because I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm applying. You know, like I have to do all this stuff. And then I was like, no, like that's just as important too. So what I found myself doing was um, when people would invite me places, I would obviously look at my schedule, but I would really try not to say no. And it's not like my friends were kept inviting me to like 10,000 different places. But, you know, when they're like, hey, you want to do this on Saturday? Hey, you want to do that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, actually, I do want to do that. And, <laughs> yeah, because like my Saturdays would either be studying or working on my platform, which is all productive things. But my social life, bro, was slacking. It was so, it was just slacking. So for me, like, I know when it comes to my self-care journey that I need to hang out with people. I need to have like a social life. I need to go out. It recharges me. Cause you know, before I'd be like, oh, I'm so like um, shy. Um, I don't need necessarily to go out. I'm an introvert, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, I need that in order to recharge. So um, like you said, I, I agree with that. And then reading too. Girl, I'm starting to get back in reading now. And the book that I'm reading that I suggest to everybody, like, you got to get this book. It's called God is Always Hiring, and it's by Regina Brett. And it's like 50 <clears throat> lessons. Yes. 50 lessons that she's learned over like 30 plus years uh, being a journalist. And honestly, every chapter, it's like maybe like three pages or so. It's like bite-sized things. She takes my breath away every time. Like, it's just the most practical ways of just uh remembering that god is in everything even if it doesn't look like you think it should or if you fail a lot in life and you think that all those things don't amount to nothing to nothing or you you maybe you know like just life doesn't isn't looking like it should you know it she kind of just really directs you like yo like god is in everything and it's for people who have graduated and they don't know where they're going or they're not fulfilled in their work um they're not fulfilled in the jobs that they have like it's just to help remind you like no like god is literally in every single thing and working in ways that we don't even comprehend or understand so yeah when you said reading i was like yes that is something that's important to me too what you said is so important when you talked about burnout. So I've definitely been in those points in my life. And I think even recently I had to say, okay, take a step back so that I do not burn out. And that's something that I think takes intentionality. And I think that before burnout comes over commitment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a part of an important part of self-care is to understand what you can commit to and what is the threshold where you feel like I'm burnt out. Right. So I think it's important to really think about that. Take some time to think about that. Like, okay, I can do two or three events this month. I can't do six. I would love to, but this would just 
help me prioritize what I can commit to and what I can't. And then cut it off there and choose like three super fun things to do with your friends or family or, you know, events for your platform, whatever it may be for everyone who's listening. Just figure out, okay, this is my threshold because when I get to four, I know I'm going to start feeling burnt out and I can't be the best, you know, the best version of myself and who God has called me to be. And then go from there. So I think that's important what you said, Dami, in terms of burning out. I think before that is overcommitment. And I've been in that position so many times. So now I'm really focusing on that and watching my time and really just mapping out what can I commit to and when is that point where I feel like, okay, this is when I would actually turn the page and burn out. Yeah. I think it's because it's like you're always supposed to be busy. Like it just doesn't make sense for like in this society now for people to kind of just be chilling out. It's like you always have to be working. You always have to be doing something. So for me, it was like, well, if I'm not sleeping, I should be studying. And if I'm not um, studying, well, I have a platform to work on. I got to work on that. And then it just got me so tired. But Mm-hmm. The word that you said that I'm living by right now is intentionality and just being intentional, especially about knowing about how I feel in the moment, because sometimes we ignore, or I'll say for myself that ignore my feelings because I'm like, well, I got to do the right thing. But it's like my body's telling me like, hey, like I'm like, I don't want to do this. But it's like, no, no, I got to keep going. You got things to do. You got things to do. So one practice that I've um, really been adamant about is checking in with myself more often in the day and evaluating how I feel in moments. So, okay, I'll ask myself like, Dami, how do you feel right now? Are you, are you happy? Are you sad? Are you joyful? Is what you're doing bringing you joy? Is what you're doing, um, is it satisfying to you? How do you feel? I'm always asking myself those questions so I know, um, better how to, uh, like cater to myself. Because, you know, it's so easy, I think, to just keep moving and you don't even know, like, yourself. Like, the beginning of December, I was thinking about, oh, self-care. But I'm just like, what do I like to do? And, like, what is self-care? Does it mean sleeping on time? I mean, like, but you're supposed to sleep. Is there something else that I like? And, you know, after continuously asking myself questions and kind of experimenting So like reading books now, like I used to read, but I only read on breaks because I was like, oh, I don't have time to read during school, but that's not true. I make the time now. So I'm like, okay, so you like to read. What else do you like to do? I like to get a manicure and a pedicure once in a while. Okay, we'll do that. What else do you like to do? Exercise. Like you were saying exercise. Yeah. Like I realized that exercising helps me feel confident in myself, helps me feel strong and healthy. And, you know, when I don't exercise, I notice that my mood does change. So if I have to pay a little extra for something that I like, like kickboxing, I like, I've been doing it for like six months now. Like it's, you know, I go to school, the the gym is free, but they don't offer the kickboxing classes that I like. So I got to pay a little extra, but at the end of the day, the payoff is, it's, it's much more than the cost. Like I, I'm, I'm happy, you know? So really asking myself those questions, like, how do you feel, um, like what's going on in your head right now is this bringing you satisfaction and just even exploring like last week i did something that i haven't done in so long um there's this well, mm-hmm. 
Oh, what did you do? Oh, um, there was this uh, uh, this downtown area in Tampa that it's called Hyde Park. And it's funny because I went there when I was like 16 or 17 when I first started doing photography. And I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. But, you know, I've left Tampa for like six years now and I just came back um, recently. And I just went there again and I just explored. And I was like, oh, I need to take pictures because that's really like, the, was it was the goal, right? But I went there and I said, Dami, you don't need to force yourself to do anything. Just be. Like, you're going to be here, just be. Go into stores, explore. Try not to have anything like coming out of this um, experience other than just satisfaction. And I was there yeah. for like four hours. Just going through stores, wow. looking at things, taking my time. But I like doing that stuff. I like exploring. And when I tell you, I felt so filled up from doing that. Like just that small activity of just exploring, I was empowered for the rest of the week. And it was crazy. Well, yeah, I think that sometimes you have to have spontaneity. And mm -hmm. it sounds like that's exactly what you did. So that's awesome that you check in with yourself throughout the day. And that you allow yourself to not have anything on your schedule because that can become a lot, you know, having a lot of things on your schedule can feel yeah. overwhelming. But when you just let go and just kind of let the day take you where it may, then you never know what type of surprises you may find or, you know, having what type of joy or peace that you may be able to find. So that's really awesome. And I'm going to have to try to check in with myself throughout the day and see how I'm feeling. I really like that. Do it. I'm telling you, it revolutionized everything for me because now I'm 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 listening to myself a lot better. I'm being intentional mm -hmm. about how I feel a lot better because you know sometimes you're like, oh, you're not supposed to focus on your feelings, but sometimes not. Nah, your feelings are telling you, you know, what's up. Because yeah. you keep ignoring them and you just keep doing like whatever you think is right, but your body is suffering for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important. It's like what you do with that that counts. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mind you, I planned it out. I said to myself on Saturday, um, um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, because I was like, because I, I, I juggle different things. I'm in school, I do the podcast, and I do photography. But the thing is, in my mind, sometimes I feel like I don't have enough time to do all three things. So I kind of have to uh, like categorize them in days. So I said, nope, I'm not working on um, the planter today. I'm not working on school. I'm going to focus strictly on photography. But it just turned into exploration. And that's mm. another thing, too, um, the prioritizing. But I'll talk about that later. Mm. That's beautiful. Oh, thanks, girl. Trust me. It came out of a place of like, Ah, like graduation because I, I mean I, I even need to update these people <laughs> I need to do like a check-in podcast about where I've been because I kind of just fell off the face of the earth and then here I am again and they're like you graduated <laughs> <laughs> yeah I graduated started a whole new program and everything but right read up <laughs> right in the process of me graduating after graduation like that stress though was so wild and you know you may look at your life and you um you feel like it's supposed to look a certain way or it's supposed to, you work so hard for it to be a certain way 
and you know to accomplish certain things and then you come to the end of it and you necessarily don't accomplish the things that you hoped for i don't know if you've ever felt that um yes i have and Mm -hmm. i've gone through the graduation process and i completely understand how you feel and one thing i learned which is so interesting because at the time when i was going through that process everything was like high stress high intensity but i also had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and it sounds like you know you're making time to do that as well and i think that i would just remind people to have fun because one thing that i've learned looking back and of course hindsight is 2020 mm-hmm. when you get out of college and you're post grad and you're post your masters or phd or law school program or med school whatever the case is because i know we got some bosses listening right. to the planter um or whatever program it is or starting your own business whatever the case is it's like once you get over that huge milestone that huge accomplishment on the other side of that you're going to face triumphs and challenges that make like graduation or stressors of the past like pale in comparison to what you're dealing now so they say like new levels new devils and all of that i actually do believe that before i just thought it was like a funny cliche but i think that as you continue to grow and grow in your walk with christ and become a better person and just you know continue to excel i think that you realize that some of the things that we thought were really stressful it really doesn't matter (laughs) and i think that that allows you honestly to focus on your self-care because Mm -hmm. it's like this i'm not gonna let like all of these outside pressures drive me crazy yes like i'm gonna have fun Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be responsible but i know that this too shall pass like I know that I don't have to be stressed out. I don't have to approach this from a stressed out place. And I had to remind myself, and this is something that I recently learned, I think within the last year, you can have moments of high stress, but you don't have to be stressed. Like you don't have to take that on as a characteristic. Mm -hmm. And so that's Mm -hmm. one thing that I've been able to really, um, really be distinct, like, distinctive about within my mind and really separate and say okay this may be a moment of high stress or intensity like high intensity but we're going to push through this and keep going but I'm not going to adopt the mindset of I'm stressed and so that's helped me to remember that in those moments of high intensity you can rest you know you can step back or and, and honestly, there may be there may be times when you just have to press through it, but you can walk and press through it with the confidence that I've got God on my side. I don't have to adopt this mentality or mindset that I am stressed, but saying this is a stressful or high intense moment, but it's nothing that I can't overcome or get through. And I think that that just kind of helps manage your approach to things and you know, your outlook on what's happening in your life at that particular moment in time. And it just helps you better kind of juggle, you know, all the different things that we have going on. 
So that's one thing that I've recently learned. And because of that, I've been able to just kind of separate high stress or high intensity moments in my life from an actual like state of being. So it's like I can be peaceful in high stress moments. I can be peaceful in high stress times. But when I was going through them, especially like graduation and college and figuring out where you're going to go next, that can be super scary. And I've been in those positions. But now that I look back, I I understand now that I don't have to move forward with the mindset of stress. I can just identify this as a high intensity moment and it's something that I can press through and 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 still keep a spirit and um a spirit of peace and joy and happiness and kindness and just be a peaceful um being even in those moments I kind of just got what you're saying maybe like two weeks ago because the Holy Spirit had to get me together good girl (laughs) Holy Spirit is one dude like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love the Holy Spirit because you know he's there to comfort us and to give us revelation yeah and those are things that we need especially in those high intense moments and to help us understand when we need to take care of ourselves in those moments. Yes, yes, girl. Yeah, I had like um, a praise and worship session. I call it a deliverance, but yeah, praise and worship session that just got me all the way together because the amount of stress that I was going through after graduation was so real. It got to a point, I'm gonna be honest, like I, I put it on social media, I was like, I really just didn't trust God. And I didn't trust him because I was like, you mean to tell me that I worked so hard for all these years and then to be at a place of just so much uncertainty and not like solid plans or plans that really seem favorable in my opinion. Um, You mean to tell me that I I got here and this is what I get? Like I did all of that work and this is what I get. And I, I remember I just couldn't pray that much. Like I read my Bible, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like I was just be like, all right, God, here I am um protect me I'm out like for like like almost two weeks I would do that and then I got home and I'm trying to adjust to this new environment I left my friends I left my school like it was just all too new and then god moving back home with my mom (laughs) you know it was just like all too new and then there was just I remember like on Saturday I was listening to um prophetic response uh, um one of the podcasts on one church LA and then they started singing that song, God is Here by Karen Sherd Clark. Um, and I remember I was like, no, like today, today, like I can't feel this way. Like it's it's ending today. And, you know, it's not like I heard something while I was in praise and worship. It was more like I was just really, um, ex- just really crying out to God, like just crying. And then after that, I kind of just got the understanding that, yo, if God led you to a certain area, like, he's going to provide for you. And because the thing is, for me, I felt like I hadn't had that big miracle moment that people are like, oh, my God. And God just met every one of my needs and blah, blah, blah. I didn't feel like that. But I was like, you know what? If God really did bring me to this place, he's going to provide for me. Like, you're going to provide because you led me here. And that was only because of the Holy Spirit. 
only, hmm. only because of the Holy Spirit. Because man, like I was talking to my brother, I was like, I don't know how people who don't know God or have a relationship with God, I don't know how they do it. Like I don't know how they do life because. Like he was saying that, you know, he's talking to people who have been on drugs and have like turned to different things. And I was like, I get them because it's like you try so hard in life and to come to a certain point and you're just like, yo, what does my life look like that? That's hard. That's a hard thing to to um, kind of understand and comprehend. So it's only because of the Holy Spirit man, that really helped me. um kind of get to a place to understand that like yo like I don't got to be stressed out about everything because I know that I know that God is going to provide for me because he led me here mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're right on Dami and I think that we all face those moments they're inevitable and I am going through a season like that right now where there's a lot of uncertainty and I'm waiting for God to answer. And I'm like, all right, God, when are you going to answer? What are you going to do? But I think it's really testing my faith and my patience. And I know that when I've had other times like that of uncertainty, it has grown my faith and my patience. And so I think that that may be a lesson in what I'm, like walking through right now and maybe some other lessons which are exciting it's not not always fun being you know stretched and pulled and pressed and you know god is molding us though so i think that in those times of uncertainty you're right on dami in terms of just like trusting god but continuing to stay faithful diligent don't grow weary while doing good you know just keep seeking god And even if you don't feel like it, do a little bit, you know, sit silently, like, yeah, talk with friends, you know, wise counsel, mentors, friends, whatever the case is, just to keep surrounding yourself with those people who have a heart after God. And I know that God will answer. I'm confident it may not be when we want it for sure. Um, Sometimes it is, but it will be on time. Like, there are time, There are little things when I'm like, God, you know what? I, I was impatient, but you showed up right when I needed you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, there you you came right right in the nick of time, like right when I needed you, God. And so knowing that He won't fail us and that He knows the bigger picture helps to give me peace. Not you know, there's still like. Okay, there's some fear, but we know God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So it's just like working through that, saying, okay, I have way more peace than, let's say, two years ago. You know, if I was were in this situation, I have way more peace now because I know who God is. I know his character on top of I've seen him come through for me in the past. So it's like I know who God is. I know his character. I know that he stand. you know, he is the word and his word doesn't lie it doesn't return void so I can have a peace about that and I think that as we continue to experience God and experience life we our peace grows at least that's what I've experienced yeah for sure I think to kind of bring it back to self-care I think in order for you to have the understanding you have to really spend time with God so I think you and I both we agree that in our self-care practice, spending time with God 
it's something that we need to do. It's not like a, oh, I'll think about it. No, it's like, I need to do it. It helps mm-hmm. keep me saying Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just kind of out here. Out here in these streets. In these and streets, it's not girl. fun to be out here in these streets. No, no, I've been out here in these streets, and it's not, like, it can be, um, it's appealing sometimes, but when you're really out here in these streets, like, there was a point in time where I really questioned my faith and questioned Mm -hmm. God, and I don't think that it's bad to do that in terms of, like, questioning God and seeking answers, Yeah, but I remember just really like being at a point where I didn't know if God was real and that was a scary place. Yeah. And the lesson I got out of that was trusting God, which is why I said you're you're right on point, Dami. And I think that um it's definitely a part of my self care. I have to continuously consult with God throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Spend time with God because otherwise I'm just out here not just lost. <laughs> right. And I think you notice the difference when mm-hmm. spending time with God and or, and not spending time with God and taking care of yourself and not taking care of yourself. Like you, you notice the difference. Like what have you kind of seen with yourself? Like when you don't spend time with God or you don't take care of yourself, like what do you see? I see that. I think that I just, I lack discipline. So when I'm able to spend quiet time with God, it just helps me to become focused, disciplined, intentional. And so when I'm doing that with God and spending that time with God and building our relationship, then I'm able to exhibit that out into the world, you know, regardless of what it is with friendships or if I'm working or you know, in my social life, like I'm able to be intentional and nurture relationships and be disciplined to work out. So those skills and characteristics, those muscles, if you will, that I'm exercising in my relationship with God, I'm able to then exercise those in my relationships in the world. And so when I don't do that, I notice I slack. I lack motivation to work out. I may not have called my friend in a while. I may, you know, just drop the ball in a lot of different areas. So I just noticed that difference and I I get really tired. I don't want to do anything. But when I make time to spend quiet time with God and work out, like it just makes all the difference in the world. And I'm able to just have more laser focus when I'm interacting with people and just be a better person person and better you know person to them yeah one word that I like you said is discipline girl Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like um when you get into I mean habit is not the best word but you get into just the ability to speak with God daily and spend time with him you definitely do develop um a discipline because like it becomes a need just like how you're like oh working out makes you feel good like it becomes like something that you that you need and just like with self-care like when you become disciplined in whatever it is that self-care means for you um it you know it, it really helps you out like for example for me 
I like to now be in bed at a certain time because I'm like, I need to get up at a certain time. Like all this time throughout the break, I was going to sleep at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., all, all types of crazy hours. And then waking up like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, which doesn't make me feel productive. It doesn't make me feel like I, I, I can do much with my day for me because I'm like, usually I'm used to waking up at a certain time. But it's funny, I wake up earlier so I can spend time with God. I like to give myself that time so I can spend the adamant amount of time, the adequate amount of time that I want to, and then I can continue my day at a like continue my day at an early time, and then go about my day. and And one thing that I've I've seen, especially like really looking at the past two weeks, it's like I feel like God really is directing what I'm doing um, throughout the day. It may not hit me until later, but I realize like certain habits are changing, like uh, like certain habits are changing and certain ways that I operate and I that I do things are changing. So, for example, um, I wanted to be more productive, but I never really figured out how I can be productive. So how I would do things is like I would just make a list of a whole bunch of stuff and then I would try to do not like 30 things or not even 10 things, but just different, like a lot of like a few things, but they were all like in different areas. So I really feel like because I've been spending time with God and being disciplined in that area, um, I am understanding how productivity works for me. So now I understand that I cannot multitask. It doesn't work for me. So for example, if I want to work on producing like social media content for the planner and then work on content creation, I can't do that, like all of that in the same day and then do school. I kind of have to focus, laser focus on a certain area, produce the best work that I can, study the best way that I can. And I feel more productive than me doing 10,000 different things. But it's only because I spent time with God. Because I've been doing this for, what, almost two years now? Like, creating content and doing all this stuff. But it didn't really, like, make sense to me until, like, recently. And then mm. also um, being very uh, strict about how I do my self-care um, and how I want to take care of myself and listening to my body has just revolutionized, really, how I operate on a daily. Like, one thing for me that just matters is, like, sense. I really like sense. I like um, lighting candles. Like before I deprived myself of lighting candles, I was like, oh, you don't need to spend money on that, blah, blah, blah. But I really like it. I like that. And I like um, just, uh, what do they call it? Essential oils. So I bought something like uh, essential oil diffuser. I bought different candles and I like them every day. It's the little things, but I do it every day because it makes me happy. And then I read before I go to sleep. That one I'm not too strict on, but I really do try to read every day, sometime in the day. But because of that discipline, like I've I've noticed that there's changes happening little by little, little by little. I'm 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 studying more. I'm producing more um, content, but I'm not like stressed out doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard habits, discipline, and productivity, and I think that those are all great um, things and they come out of having a self-care routine and ultimately spending time with God. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, you know, good, like good habits, Mm -hmm. you know, being more productive and of course, um, you know, having discipline. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would say one other thing 
that I think maybe would help some people when it comes to self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one thing that's been helping me is kind of blocking out the noise. And what I mean by noise is like, you know, maybe you're doing like, let's say you're making podcasts, you're making blogs, or you're doing this, you're doing that. And you, you know, you, you follow a whole bunch of people. Like, maybe if you feel intimidated or you feel some type of way or you feel like you're too cluttered, just kind of not look at their stuff. Like maybe you follow them for some time. Maybe stop listening to certain podcasts. Like recently I've stopped listening to some of my favorite podcasts because I feel like I'm kind of tired of hearing what other people are doing. And I'm mm. really just trying to focus on what I'm trying to do. So I think that's a really good um, self-care practice because then you get to hear your own head a little bit better and you get more fresh ideas that come from you that are not necessarily influenced by somebody else. And then when you're ready, obviously you come back, you maybe, you know, get on their Instagram or whatever, listen to the podcast or the blog, but really just take the time to kind of drown out the noise. And I'm not saying that they're like bad or whatever, but it's like background noise. And I, mm-hmm. and I you know, Courtney Sanders is talking about that, that she went on like an information fast. Um, she didn't listen to any podcasts. She didn't go on social media for like a week. All she did was read her Bible and work on her on her work. That was it. And she said she got so much clarity. And I was just like, you, yo, you right, fam. Like, let me try that. And I've been doing that like in increments. Like if I feel some type of way, I just get off that person's page or I don't listen to that thing. And it helps me be more intuitive about um, what's going on within me. Completely agree with that. I'm doing that right now yeah it's needed it is it's so needed um i wanted to ask you uh are there any resources that you may recommend you got any good books or podcasts or whatever it may be that you think people um would benefit from especially on their self-care journey or just in general life in general I think that in terms of self-care, it depends on what area you want to grow in. So I would say that business and relationships are two areas that I really have been focused on over the last maybe couple of years and just really drawing closer to God and transforming, I guess, the way that I think about certain things or old kind of misconceptions and so I would say boundaries in dating and boundaries which is they're both books but they're a part of a series called boundaries so there's the boundaries book and then boundaries in dating those are really really excellent books I on relationships and whether they're romantic or not excellent and then for a podcast for business I would say the Mylee Teal podcast is really good. And she is the founder and chief experience officer of Curlbox. And she talks about everything, business, relationships, self-care. She has a retreat, I think, in a couple of weeks that's in a tropical location. And so I really enjoy listening to her because she has so much wisdom and insight on business and relationships as well. But you also get a chance to just grow, I think, as a person, especially for women, listening to her and from her experiences and the experiences of other women who share their um, their life journey on her podcast. So those are two things that I would recommend. Let me tell you something about my week. 
Okay. <laughs> Miley. You listen to Miley too. <laughs> I listen to her podcast here and there, but what I'm really interested in is her Instagram stories. Oh, Let me tell you. yes. She cooks all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Miley, y'all, owns like a multi million dollar company, okay? But the woman cooks almost every day and she's pregnant, all right? So I yes. said to myself, girl, I said to myself, I said, Dami, what you doing? Hmm? I said, you don't own a company. You don't own millions of dollars. What? What's the problem? You can't cook something? <laughs> so, girl, my lead got just from her Instagram stories. That's how I'm able to cook every day. Or not every day, but more often than I would have before. Because I'm just like, this woman owns, this. Like, she owns a freaking company, for goodness sake. And she'll just go home, all right, guys, I'm making some soup, I'm making this, I'm making some steak. Every blessed day. I said, no, Dami, you must cook. <laughs> you Love. must cook. Let me tell you about my leak, because you're absolutely right. Okay, so my leak is blessed in that area. Michelle is not. Mm -hmm. And my leak's recipes are so fab. Like, she will grate her own cheese mm -hmm. and create her own sauces from scratch. Now, if you got it like that, good for you, boo. Mm -hmm. Me, on the other hand, I have to meal prep. So right. I will take a Saturday or Sunday take four hours, knock it out, and have meals during the week. That's my style. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying find the style for you. So, Dami, if you want to cook every day, girl, go for it because my leak, I, it's inspiring. I'm yeah. like, I just admire her so much for running a business and doing that. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That's not my ministry. I'm a meal <laughs> prep, but I, girl, go for it. She's great. She's yeah. great. She she's really um a good person to watch if you will. Um she just is full of wisdom and inspiration. Mm -hmm. The thing with me, I would say I cook every day. Let's say every like it hasn't been like consistent yet, but we're looking at every three to four days. Because the thing is I get tired of food really easily. Every two days I'm like, all right, what's next? Or else yeah. I'm gonna start buying food out. So I partially meal prep now. At least if I get my uh, vegetables cut, maybe marinate the chicken here and there, or just do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, like in, in a, And maybe for the next day, is able to throw it in the oven faster. I'm good like that. Tell me, my lead taught me. Telling you. Yes, my taught you. taught me. I said, that's one thing. Shout I out to my about. taught you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my taught you. You're right. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, yeah. No, that's awesome. You cook every three to four days. See, I need to. Maybe one day. Maybe one day yet. I'll get there. <laughs> it's not consistent yet, but <laughs> it's, it's what it's looking like. Because, girl, you got to say the coins, okay? Yes. So that's why. Save your coins. Save your coins. Oh, one book that I want to recommend to everybody. If you have not read it, you need to read it. Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Have you read yep. it? Yes, I have. It's an excellent book. Girl, I don't know. It just, it's funny because I was in Barnes and Noble and I was wondering, oh, where is this book or whatever? And then my friend finds it and it's the only one left. And she's like, oh, look, it was here waiting just for you. And it mm -hmm. was waiting just for me because... I don't know, man. Her story, I just related to her so much. I think I'm going to have a podcast on that book because, like, I was like, yo, like, you're so right. Like, there were so many areas. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, just say yes. Like, duh. <laughs> you know, yes. her journey to me was just, it was just, it was just great. I, I don't know. I love that book. Um, yeah. Me too. I think that that book 
was another one of those that kind of broke some old misconceptions that I had mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just, you know, gave me a new and fresh perspective. And I think that's yeah. why I love reading so much because mm. you just get so much wisdom and knowledge and the Bible first and foremost, of mm-hmm. course, crack that open. But yes. read the Bible. <laughs> but yes, like I think that um it's also important to gather information and then you can, you know, see if it aligns with, you know, your beliefs with God. That's what I was trying to do. I'm like, okay, is this in line with kind of what I think, what I believe, you know, with God's word, really? That's the standard. That's absolutely the standard. Is this in alignment with God's word? You know, does it go against what he has set forth? And so one way you know that is by reading your Bible. And that's what I'm learning now. I'm like, okay, I have to continue to be intentional and dedicated to reading the Bible so that I can better understand what aligns with that. But I love Shonda Rhimes' book, Year of Yes, definitely one, Dami, I would recommend too. It was just so life-changing and just opened up my mind to new possibilities and, you know, helped me form kind of what my my beliefs are about certain things or just refine it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that book, life-changing to me. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, I consume a lot of information. I consume a lot of podcasts. I read online. I was like... Man, it seems like everybody's just saying the same thing. But that book, I said, no, I haven't heard it all. I mean, I'm young. Like, I really haven't heard it all. But, like, sometimes you're like, nah, I've heard all this before. But just mm-hmm. the way she wrote it, Shonda Rhimes, if you ever hear this podcast, I'm here for you. That was actually one of our books of the month for Christ Over Culture. So Ooh. I highly recommend it. And then another book is The Hollywood Commandments. I have I'm it. currently reading. It's yes. really good. Yes. I just bought it. I just oh, have it. Mm-hmm. Get ready. It's <laughs> phenomenal. Trust me, I knew it was good because um he did a a sermon at One Church LA and on the book mm-hmm. and I was blown. I was like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get this book. Wow, awesome. Mm-hmm. Shout out Devon. Right? Nah, he right. he'd be like, Oh, I'm making y'all think now, huh? Like you'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah, that makes you uncomfortable. I'm like, it does. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I, I love him, and I'm sure I'm going to love the book. But yeah, Michelle, this has been great. I had a great conversation with you. I loved it. It's so relevant because it's exactly what I'm going through and learning right now. And I pray that whoever is listening, just, I don't know, man. Get some clarity, get some new like tricks up your sleeve, you know, on how to take care of yourself and just be, you know, you know, you know. know? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Dami. I am currently in this state and I think that self-care is a continuous process. Have grace with yourself. We won't always get it right. There will be times of high intensity and Just know that you have God on your side. You can overcome anything and pray. Pray about what you should do, what moves you should make, when you need to step back and know that God will be right there in those moments with you. So I'm currently, like I said, going through that. And so I just pray that uh, you, Dami, and all of your listeners continue to grow in your self-care journey 
and I'll do the same. I'm just so honored again to be on your podcast and to share. And I pray that what we have talked about today blesses someone out there and the listeners, but ultimately brings glory to God. Amen a hundred times. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Yes, no problem. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that the Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to the Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to The Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll speak to you on the next episode.